You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Saturday Omaha. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. If you guys are ready to go, then I'll do some amazing intro. Like, hey, this is Dave Zorko. (laughs) Welcome to Fatterday Omaha's Food Recognized Food. We're sitting in here in the palatial uh, KOS studios. And uh, I am fortunate enough to be sitting here with Lisa and Tim Trudell. Lisa and Tim, how are you? We're great. Thanks for having us. This is so cool. This is so cool. So uh, you both are are food writers, food adventurers, and uh, also writers of of other things besides food. So you do many, many things. Yes. Um, And yes, I I have, uh, I think I have at least a few of your books. I I brought one with me. Awesome. I I might ask you to sign up. That's a very unique book. It it is. It is. (laughs) I, I have sitting in front of me Unique Eats and Eateries of Omaha and... And uh, you also have a you know, hundred things to do in Omaha before you die. Definitely yes. Omaha centric. And I see a red cover, a yes. hundred things to do in Nebraska before you die, which yes. I don't have yet. Okay, wow. okay. So I'm gonna have to get that one. So this is very, very cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. Welcome. And uh, what what is happening in the lives of uh, lives of both of you two as as writers, as as food writers? Because on our series, we're talking to people in and around the restaurant industry, and you definitely qualify there. So yeah, what's happening? Well, that's that's a loaded question for us. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, well. Uh, we are what? You have a food story coming out in I Nebraska do. Life. Oh, do I? Do you? In July. Oh, I do, yes. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, good deal. All right. Wow, yes, yes. Um, I, I do some freelance writing, and I do, uh, I have started writing for Nebraska Life. Okay. Thank you very much, Nebraska Life. It actually has fulfilled a bucket list goal of mine when I went to freelancing. Um. There is a fish market in Blair, okay. Kelly's Fish Market. And Mike Kelly has been running the place for about 30 years. All right. But his experience of fishing goes back like six decades when wow. his dad ran the Kelly's Fish Market. Uh-huh. So um, uh, I was actually fortunate um, to uh, pitch the idea to Nebraska Life, and they liked it. And so um, I spent... Three days out on the Missouri River, different times of the year with Mike and um, his uh, cohorts. And uh, tell you what, it's like I'm not a fan of the water, but, man, I had a blast. Oh, that's, that's It was wonderful. so much fun. Went out in um, early spring uh-huh. when it was cold. Yeah. And uh, the water was choppy. And every time that boat went up <laughs> and they came down, I my butt was hitting concrete. Oh, man. Um, but <laughs> still had a great time. Um, went out springtime uh, when it was nicer and had a good time, and went out again in summertime. And it just—I mean, it just—it's a—it was a special feeling being out on the river with those guys. Um, you know, with them, you know, trying to haul in their food. And yeah. the neat thing about Kelly's is that uh, he is uh, most likely the only one that we know of, um, the only commercial fisherman who actually fishes for his restaurant. Oh, wow. Because uh, a lot of commercial fishermen, there are about 75 on the Nebraska side of the Missouri, and they fish usually for um, – their fish usually goes to – they go to charity and, and you know, different organizations, whereas his – 
primarily goes to his business. Okay. And uh, business is good. Wow. So. Wow. And I, and, and I may have missed it in the intro there, but what is the restaurant that, that he's running there? That's Kelly's Fish Market in Blair. It's a little... It's a little um, oh, it's so both the business and the restaurant is the yeah. fish market. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And that's all he does is that's, wow. that's, his, go- that's his main job is to do that. And then during the fall when... Um, it starts getting too cold to be out on the river. Yeah, um, he switches up to leading hunting parties, huh. um, in uh, along the Missouri as well as up in northeast Nebraska. So it's pretty wow. cool. And uh, and we were we were pretty uh, shocked to my family because uh, I'm not a fish person. Yeah. I don't care for fish. I love seafood, but I've never liked fish. Yeah. Um, and I used to fish as a kid. I'd fish all the time. I'd get the fish. I'd gut it, clean it. And give it to my mom or my grandma to cook. Yeah. Um, but for me to eat it, no. Uh, but it was, you know, we were we were there for dinner. Uh-huh. And, uh He brought me along because yes. I do like fish. Oh, excellent. So I was going to have the product regardless. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it turns out Mike was like, no, you are not having a burger. You are going to try the fish. Yes. <laughs> yes, I only serve fish or burgers. Oh, that's it. Gotcha. And, uh-huh. Oh yeah. When the when the server went back and he said, "What do you order?" Uh-huh. and she's like, "A burger." He goes, "Oh no, he's not going to get a burger <laughs> in this place. Take this out to him." And so she brings me this basket of uh, fried walleye. Yeah. And uh, she's like, "Mike says you have to try this." I was like, "Okay." And uh, so they had some cocktail sauce or red sauce for them mm-hmm. and tartar sauce. So I dipped it in both. And then I took a bite, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so I dipped it some more, and I had some more. And then basically I ate that entire basket um, wow. on my own. Um, I think Lisa got a couple of bites. So, um, <laughs> I, so, yeah, I hope, you, Lisa, that you got your own entree, too. <laughs> I, I did. I actually got the carp because the main part of the um, story was about carp fish or fishing for carp. Yeah. So I actually tried the carp, but it's got a lot of bones in it. Sure. So, um, a little bit tougher to try and, and pick apart and eat, but I did enjoy the walleye as well. What yeah. was left of it because <laughs> then, he did eat most of it. Then my uh, my brother and his girlfriend live in Blair, and so we took him out for dinner one night, and uh, so to Kelly's, and um, so the server you know takes our orders and. They both order their dish, and Lisa orders hers. And then I sit there, and I go, oh, I'll have the walleye basket. And then they both just, like, looked at me <laughs> shocked, you know, because they thought I was joking. Right. And they're like, you're kidding, right? And I go, oh, no, this is great. Like like you? You're ordering this? <laughs> yeah. Oh so goodness. my brother, I shocked my brother, so that was good. Wow. So, so you know, you hear a lot of, you know, farm to table. Mm-hmm. So this is like river to table. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, and there are days where that fish— has only been in the restaurant for a few hours. Wow! So goodness, that's pretty cool. That is cool. And so yeah. you were so you you were embedded with the crew there. <laughs> yes. Um, did, did you haul in any fish with them? Did you know, I uh, I was there when they hauled in the fish. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, my job was to uh, document, photograph, and document. So. Uh, Fortunately, I didn't get hit by any flying fish, although <laughs> that a few landed in the boat. So, And, and Mike himself um, has said that he's been slapped a few times. So, oh, man. So, yeah. 
Did did they have any? Uh, I I don't know if uh, you know. Did they have any superstitions or anything on you know before you had to board the boat or anything you know? No, really interesting. No, or, no, no. And, okay, and just... I asked him about uh, the ones I got away, and he's uh-huh. like, you know what? Because I don't have time for those kind of stories because there are too many fish out here to catch. Because <laughs> I don't worry about the ones that get away. Fair. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, sounds good to me. So so what all t- what all types of fish you said carp? He serves then... carp, uh, catfish. Um, Walleye, buffalo, and that's it. Okay. And then, um, wow. And then he uses a, his special secret seasoning. Of course, got to have that. Uh, I have no idea what it is, but all I know is that it makes that fish yummy. Nice. So. Well, well, he, so uh, I, mm-hmm. the faithful listeners of the show may recall that I, I am, I love sushi. I'll eat sushi mm-hmm. any day of the week, but I will typically, much like you, I would have gone with the burger mm-hmm. over that. So, so maybe I'll have to go out there and try yes. because maybe because it's yeah. so fresh, it's yep. it's that good. They are so. they're open um, Thursday nights, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. That's so, so. cool. Mm-hmm. So, how did you bump into? Did, uh, how well, did that happen? Well, it was actually my um, my brother was moving to Blair, and his landlord mentioned the fish market. Oh, so okay. uh, we just got to talking, and I said, you know, that sounds like it might make an interesting story. Yeah. So I I talked to the Kellys, and uh, they were open to me going out with them. And this is actually even before I had the story pitched. Um, I've done that. I've gone out and done the stories, and then, you know, hope somebody will pay me to write. Sure. Uh, uh, and then I pitched the idea to Nebraska Life. They loved it. And, um, how you know, cool. Yeah. So, how cool. Now, yeah. how did you both get, well, how long have you been writing and, you know, uh, professionally? And, uh-huh. you know, what, what was the spark? And, and I guess, parallel question do you usually write together? Most of your books are co authored. Mm. Um, how, how did it all begin? Well, What's the Trudell story? Well, I used to be a journalist. Uh, back in the day before um, I was encouraged um, uh, to earn some real money <laughs> and uh, which you know that's true but um, but you know I did return to it after uh, corporate America decided they were done with me and that's fine uh, because it ended up being the best thing that I've done you know I, I've loved it and I kind of wish I'd gone back to it about 10 15 years ago yeah. Uh, but to be honest, I mean, it's I love it, and uh, so I used to be a I used to work in weekly newspaper. Okay, and I I really enjoyed that long hours. Um, you know, I I have you know, hat off to everybody in journalism because they are a hardworking group for sure. You know, putting putting together your podcast, you know, you put in a lot of work. Yes, sir. Um, and they do the same thing, and and journalists are not very well paid, especially in this part of the country. So, um, so you know, I did that for a few years, and then, uh, then of course, I did corporate work, and then we started writing the blog in 2011. Yeah, and you can tell that story if you like, so you <laughs> yeah. get some airtime. <laughs> yeah. So we have been we have been traveling. We both worked in the hospitality industry. Um, we that's where actually where we met. Oh, um, cool. at Carlson Hospitality, where. Uh, Radisson Hotels, Country Inns and Suites, Park Inns, Park Plazas. Um, so we worked together there. Um, I worked there for 14 years. He left before I did. Um, but I, I've always had a love of travel. I moved every couple of years when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, so it kind of uh, extended into my first big career uh, move. And then uh, when I left that company, 
I shortly after I went to American Express Travel, I worked for as a travel agent for a couple of years. Uh-huh. But in that length of time, that whole time between Carlson and American Express, uh, we did a bit of traveling together. Um, and over that period of time, we had documented and Facebook was starting to become a thing. And, yeah. and we were documenting our travels with photos and uh, text on Facebook and with our sharing with our friends and family. And, and they're like, we want to hear more about your trips and adventures. So then I started learning about a thing called blogging. Uh-huh. And so we started a blog. Um, we f- both love to walk. So we thought <laughs> the walking tourists, why not? Great name. Um, so that was born. And we've been documenting our travels on there ever since. Um, and then mm-hmm. less than five years ago or about five years ago, how long, when mm-hmm. was the... Um, yeah, it came out in 18. 18. So 28 or 2017 mm-hmm. then, we were reached out to by one or by Reedy Press out of St. Louis. Uh-huh. And they had been following us and they love to use local uh, content creators or local um, go- or experts. Sure. Yeah. Uh, writers to, uh, to write the books. And they're basically guidebooks. And we are also passionate about promoting local and we love our. Our town, our our state, our yeah. city. So um, they were like, that sounds like a great fit because uh, we not only talk about the places we go, but we also talk about the city we live in and the state we live in and love. So um, that's how the first one came about. Hundred things to do in Omaha. That's wonderful. So okay, so you you met in the the hospitality mm-hmm. industry, but uh, so Lisa, a definite love of travel. You've you've got to go all sorts of places, and so Tim, were you traveling mm-hmm. a, a lot as well? Oh yeah, yeah. I my well, back when I was a kid, our traveling was uh, heading down to Arkansas to see my grandpa. Sure. Hey, that's <laughs> just doing talking like my mom did. Uh, <laughs> You're authorized because so, yeah. you, you have family there. Okay. Gotcha. There you go. <laughs> oh my, yeah, my mom was from Arkansas, so we went down a lot to see my grandpa. Yeah, and uh, my grandma, uh, her mom uh, was married to a military guy, so they traveled around, and so they came to us. Um, except when we went down to Georgia to see them, and then we went up to Montana and stuff. To you know, as a kid, mainly our travel was family related. Sure, you know, same to mm-hmm. go visit. You yeah. know, but. Um, and then my, my grandma, Trudell, lived up on the Santee Reservation in northeast Nebraska. So we went there a lot. And, um, and uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it, we just always traveled to see family. And then really yeah. once, uh, once I got into the Air Force, you know, and did a bit of travel over in Europe uh, when I was in, stationed in Germany. And, um, and then came back over here, lived in the U.S. Air Force, was so kind to me to put me in Grand Forks, North Dakota oh, oh, for five and a half little, years. A little chilly up there. Just yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, so we did a little <laughs> bit of traveling there and, you know, up into Winnipeg and been, you know, around Minnesota and around North Dakota and that. So, yeah, yeah just that kind of. But with but when I started working at uh, Radisson or Carlson or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, I started doing a lot more because you get that hotel discount. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and then when Lisa and I met, and we started to do stuff together, and so then uh, you know we've just been traveling ever since. 
That's wonderful. And mm-hmm. and how did the uh, how how about the the love of mm-hmm. the love of food? What kind of sparked uh, kind of that angle? Or uh, uh, well, I think food and travel go really uh, yes. well together. Ooh, agreed. Because every yeah. place we go, we find a gem. There's a story. Mm-hmm. There's a, a food that's associated with the place, or even uh, a story about a food coming to a place. Yeah. So there's lots of um, food intertwined with travel, and so mm-hmm. they they really go well hand-in-hand. Hand and um, we always try and go to the local spots and make sure that we're not just hitting the chains. And Or if we do hit a chain, it's local to that area. Like sure. if we were to find a Runza-like <laughs> place right. somewhere else. You're in Texas, you're going to Whataburger yeah. or right. whatever because yeah, right. it's okay. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And in when you, when you are traveling, so besides maybe looking at a non-chain or, mm-hmm. or a place that is you know a chain that we don't have here or something like that, but what is your restaurant process? You just kind of scan in the area where you're going to go and just pick something, or, or how does how does that work? Sometimes we also do a lot of research. We know um, we know maybe some other bloggers or some other influencers out in the, that area. Yeah. Or we may do our own research on the uh, visitor or the convention visitors the visitor uh website sure sure uh we may do that or we may just uh google best restaurants and (laughs) see what happens (laughs) and see what's there i mean there's other um i've even gone to and seen if there's similar groups to like omaha food lovers in another city and see Mm -hmm. if i can kind of infiltrate that for a short period of time just to see what is popular there that we should go yeah we we've engaged uh social platforms you know like facebook Twitter and that to ask people, you know, their recommendations. And then also when we go get into town, we ask people, mm-hmm. where should we eat? Yeah. You know, and, and you'll get a lot of stuff. And, and it's actually, we were in Kansas City a few weeks ago, and uh, a former co-worker of Lisa's mm-hmm. uh, recommended a, a restaurant that has now become one of my favorites. And we we it was so good, we ate there twice in like three days. Whoa. So, and uh, it, it, it's just kind of, uh, it, 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 Kind of brought back family memories for me. Yeah, uh, it's called Lula's Southern Cookhouse. Hmm, okay, um, it's fairly it's, new to the it's area. It's fairly new. Yeah, it's been open a few months, maybe half a year. Yeah, not very long. Um, not very long. No, uh, it's on Main Street down downtown Kansas City. Okay, and, uh, it's a uh, it's Southern cooking, and uh, you know grits. Um, <laughs> a half a chicken. <laughs> grits, oh, half a chicken, full chicken. Um, uh, dirty rice and beans. Um, and uh, when mac you order sides uh, by themselves, they come in f- oh, family size. Oh, yeah. see, and that's I miss Share. I miss Strouds, which is oh, still in yes. Casey. Yeah, yeah, and was in Omaha. Yeah. And uh, we were excited to see them come to yep. Omaha, and yes. then of course it didn't last. But I cried when they left. <laughs> right, right, because yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yes. would you like some more potatoes? <laughs> Sure, just oh, keep yeah. bringing them. Yep. And, oh yep. man, pan fried yeah, chicken. Yeah, it's so uh, good. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, they're. Gr- I love their grits. Their um, uh, Lula's grits are just uh, amazing. Yeah, you can tell they're loaded with butter. Yeah, and uh, lots of cream. But you know what? If you're going to eat Southern cooking, you're not really going to worry about your waistline. Yeah. for that meal. Oh so. yeah, that's just all about comfort and oh, yeah. soul. And yeah, yeah. and, oh, it, and sure. it, it's just. I mean, it really is great food. Um, and uh, the chef is from North Carolina, so um, and then you know that kind of you know, like I said, it kind of takes me back to childhood. And like my grandma, my grandma Carson, who is my mom's mom, she used to make uh, uh, white beans and ham soup. Oh yeah, ham and bean soup, and she come up green uh, uh, cornbread. Yeah. So we always look forward to grandma coming because 
our mom hated making that. <laughs> and I think it goes back to her childhood in which she ate a lot of it. Oh, you she's know? just so, done with it. Yeah, so she yeah, she's done with it. But grandma comes to town and uh she would make that and and we actually were good with her making it every day of the week that she was in town. <laughs> so um, but that was that was pretty good. It's kind of like you and pot pies. You won't have another uh, pot pie ever. I, oh. You know, no offense to anybody with uh, bad taste, but pot pies are the worst thing ever. Did Did you like have a horrible like banquet incident well, over no, the years? My, or... <laughs> my My parents worked for uh, Campbell Soup, and they uh, owned Swanson's. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Oh, yeah. So we got Swanson's pot pie because there there were at any time between eight and ten kids at home. We I had, I. Had, nine brothers and sisters so um most of the time there's probably seven or eight of us and so to feed that many people uh a pot pie is a really inexpensive sure. full meal but i ate I had to eat that a lot as a kid yeah. so i never want to see a pot pie again <laughs> ever and uh so no offense to swanson's because there are meals from swanson's i like um, but pot pie is not one they of them. They just wore you out. <laughs> they just wore you out. So, <laughs> Lisa, how about, how about your, your food upbringing? Like, what, what was mealtime like at, oh, at your place? My mom was a good cook. Uh, she would cook all the meals. Uh, we had, I lived in Louisiana for a time. Oh, cool. So I loved uh, red beans and rice. Yeah. And uh, so she would serve that and with the andouille sausage and... Mm. Those things, uh, chicken, uh, dumpl- chicken and dumplings. Yeah, that's a real comfort food mm. that I really enjoyed. Uh, so those are some of the things that um, I remember. She was uh, one of my favorite foods as a kid was lasagna. Yeah, and so she would um, make that or uh, chicken and rice with mushroom soup. Sure. Oh um, yeah, was really good. So those are some of the things that I remember as far as some of my favorites. That's awesome. Now, now, do you do you cook any family recipes at home? Or are you so busy? dining out that you <laughs> well you know we do i mean um we have the joke in our family is when it's my night to cook i cook when it's her night to cook it's where are we going to eat or who are we going to order from oh stop oh. <laughs> now i got f- fair air time all right lisa rebuttal <laughs> yes rebut that <laughs> he, he loves the joke i just don't um try you don't try <laughs> i don't try <laughs> That's okay. That's well, okay. But she she can make a mean egg sandwich. I can. It's like if if you leave me for a week and he has been gone for a week or so at a time, you'll leave a, a carton of eggs and they will be gone by the time he gets back. You know, I, I think this says something though because I believe that co- you know a perfectly cooked egg for a lot of chefs that's an art that takes yeah. some work. So if you if you make a quality, sure, you know, sure, sure, or the. The uh, the HJ I think Heinz uh, uh, Heinz of Heinz ketchup once said do one thing and do it uncommonly well yeah there so, you go. well apparently she can she can make a, a mean egg and he has so. really refined some of his cooking skills yeah. in the last several um, years especially over COVID we've he's made some uh, he's tried some different things and some yeah. new things so I give him a lot of props yeah, for my, being uh, cook in our house so in our family we used to ha- we had this uh, my mom would make this. Uh, kidney bean uh, casserole so mm, basically okay. uh, it's a layer of uh, hamburger a layer of potatoes layer of onions and then uh, kidney beans and then um, you put you put tomato sauce or tomato paste on top and then you you bake it for about an hour and a half and voila 
So you're talking um, about possum stew. We call it possum stew because <laughs> my mom is from Arkansas, and um, the one thing I was never allowed to call her was a hillbilly. Um, I never really learned that lesson very well. Oh, uh-oh, so, uh-oh. So we we yeah we had quite a few uh, quite a few run-ins over that hillbilly word, but but. <laughs> But my mom was a great cook. Lisa's she, um, shaking her head right now. <laughs> she, she cooked in hospitals, excuse uh, <clears throat> me, nursing homes. Um, so she was, uh, she actually got compliments at the hospital. I mean, when she was cooking, wow. people, patients would send a note down saying, like, this was one of the best meals I've ever had. And it was hospital food. So Wow. When wow. people, that's, that's uh, when people, um, Mock hospital food. Uh, that not your grandma gets a food. little under gets a little under my skin on That's that fair. one. But but yeah, but no, it's like all the uh, like all my sisters, um, all five of my sisters could cook, oh. and then a couple of my brothers can cook pretty well. Um, yeah, one brother in particular who likes to experiment. So nice. So yeah, so they're pretty good. That's that's cool. Um, well, and, and COVID probably, uh, and like you said, trying new stuff at home, oh, yeah. and it's like, okay, this place is closed, or I can't get this food. It's like, well, might as well try it now. So. Well, I will I will say Lisa did a great job. We used to, during COVID, uh, when Trini's had their Sunday enchilada special. Yeah. So we would order that, and Lisa did a mean job of lining up the enchiladas <laughs> in the pan, pouring the red sauce and cheese over it. And then baking it for the thirty minutes that you're supposed to bake it for, bam! So never good. tasted so, never tasted anything better. Cause swear I was at Trini's. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, those restaurants that made some yeah, innovative yeah. Uh, changes to make sure that they were still up mm-hmm. and running, yeah. including the uh, bake and make or make and bake. Make, oh yeah, take and bake take options. Yeah, yeah. Take, take and bake. bake. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Those and those were great. Yeah, and the. And the Trini's was one of our favorites yeah. to do that with, with yeah. the um, the enchiladas. We got six enchiladas, lasted us probably two meals for sure. Two or three, yeah. 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 And so we had those, and we may have gotten some chips and salsa with it and had a couple of good meals. Oh, yeah. And so good. Yeah. And so good. Isn't isn't that all about Saturday Omaha? Uh, well, if you think so, please leave us a happy, fun, positive review on Google or Apple or Facebook. We'd really appreciate it. And, of course, this is break time. Um, so it's where I tell you to go head over to FatterdayOmaha.com and maybe check out some of our Saturday friends and see who's out there as well as additional content. But let's get on back to the podcast. Here we go. Thank, thank you for the lovely segue, mm-hmm. by the way, talking about Trini's. So what are some hot spots, places that you'd like to go in town? Maybe either new or just mm-hmm. regular haunts that uh, you're like, man, obviously Trini's is on that list somewhere oh, yeah. in such a fun environment down yep. in the passageway in the yep. old market. But where, where do you, Lisa and Tim, like to go? Yeah, Trini's is definitely one of our one of our favorites. Kind of a mm-hmm. d- good date night, good great ambiance in the passageway, great food. I always get the same thing. I've got to try and try and change it up every once in a while. And it's one that we recommend a lot um, because you've got the ambiance of the passageway and of course um, great food. Yeah. Um, v Mertz. I know Tim is um, not as much of a fan because he's a little bit more um, not as adventurous of a, an eater, but. Um, They've got a great when you go and get a tasting menu with them. Yeah, the food is phenomenal, and you really and it's really an experience. Sure, to go there, and I, you've heard or I've watched enough like Top Chef and some of those other shows, 
and when they talk about layers of flavor or layering of flavors, yeah, that was my first experience really understanding what that meant. What that meant because you could you I felt like I could taste the layers of flavor. It was just so good. So now V-Mertz and, and Trini's are mm. pretty much right next to each yeah, other. Are, so yeah. is that like totally Lisa, are, are you at V-Mertz and then yep. Tim, you're at Trini's and sure, you're just kind of sure, leaning sure. Yeah. out yeah. the past away like, hey, how is it? And you're like, it's good. And then pretty much. I'm good with that too. So so tasting menu at at, mm. at, uh, at V-Mertz, but what Lisa, you said you had, is it the enchiladas? Is that your order at Trini's? Is that the... Oh. Uh, actually, when I, when we did the take and bake, that was the the go the to go, the to -go. order. Uh -huh. But when I sit down, my order there is the um, black and fish black taco. and fish taco. Oh, yes. wow, okay. And the black and fish taco it has the black and fish. It's in a puffy taco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that has uh, a salsa inside with uh, avo fresh avocado. Ooh. And then I think that there's uh, black beans served on the side. Mm -hmm. Really good, really filling dish. That's and then we usually get um, a queso and, mm -hmm. yeah. and chips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tim, do you have a go-to? at a, You know, um, I'm probably a little more open because it just kind of depends what my mood is. Sure. So I might go with, uh, if I'm in the mood for a tamale, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, but usually I go with an enchilada from nice. them. So I'll get like an enchilada plate. So. I. I was there kind of recently, and I had ordered uh, their their guac for an appetizer, and their presentation was kind of fun because they serve it in this little. It almost looks like a clamshell, uh, but mm. it's a taco shell, you know, and then it's just stuffed. I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> good, good guac. Yep. Well, awesome. So we got uh, we got Trini's, yep. we got V Mertz, yep. and so uh, at Mertz, your the tasting menu is kind of the the thing to do. Mm. Where, where else around uh, I, Omaha and the Metro here? For for me, uh, and actually. I can't believe I, I I lived in Omaha for over 30 years before I learned about this. But when I was doing when I was interviewing the people for Unique Eats, um, I was interviewing the owners, the then owners of the um, international or ethnic sandwich shop. Oh yeah, down on 13th. Uh huh. And uh, so I was interviewing them, and then they asked, "Well, are you gonna are you gonna include Malaras in the book?" And I was like, "Malaras." And they're like, "Yeah, a little Italian place over here on 20th and Pierce." I was like, yeah, I'll go over there and check it out. So I went over and, and uh, you know, uh, they, the food is just amazing. Yeah, great homemade and, pasta. And, yes. And, and she's just like, she becomes your grandma, literally, you know. And, and it's neat that they, they hand make the pasta mm -hmm. on the same pasta machine she worked. She made you know, ravioli on, you know, 50 years ago or whatever. But yeah. Um, and I love their spaghetti sauce and the texture of their pasta is amazing. Um, so that actually quickly became one of my favorites yeah. for, for Omaha. And then I'm probably a little more traditional for restaurants. So um, I like Brother Sebastian's a lot sure. for I'm um, a big fan of their uh, uh, prime rib. Uh, and then, um, well, and what a, what a fun experience at, at Brother Sebastian's. Mm -hmm. I mean, just oh, the, yeah. the ambiance. Yes, eat, you know, you go for the ambiance to stay yep. for the food. And, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, we were talking about uh, who were we talking about earlier? I can't remember now. We talked about lots of places. Yeah, I know, but we were talking about somebody. Well, real were, quick on yeah. on Malara's yeah. with a couple of things there. One, um, their mozzarella sticks because it's more like a breaded pasta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's really unique, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's cool that you brought that up for a couple of reasons. One, I'm pretty sure that may have been so. So my grandmother was. Um, 
in a, a assisted uh, care facility and uh, before COVID, I think Malara's is probably one of the last meals mm. I was able to bring her. Mm. And I think I got her like a half order of spaghetti, and that probably lasted her a week because the portions <laughs> are so big. Yeah. Omaha just got, uh, Omaha has such a great restaurant scene. Yeah. So, you know, you really, anything you want from anywhere in the world, you can get it here. So that's, that I think is pretty cool. Um, Cool deal. What, what yeah. about you, Lisa? So you said you said Mertz, and so you're, you're a little more adventurous looking at the tasting <laughs> menu. And while you may get small plates at a tasting menu, you're going to get like twelve small plates. Yeah. So there there is that. So yeah, right. what what about yourself? So I was just thinking about another experience that uh, talking about Tim not being as adventurous, but I actually did get him to go to Yoshitomo. Oh yeah, and oh. he, I swear he was never going to try sushi. Uh huh. And finally, he did. He thought that sushi was just fish, uh-huh. and well, there was not is, other but, options. Yeah. But uh-huh. we did go to Yoshitomo, and he enjoyed it. And yeah, we I sat had, at the I bar. Had, uh, wagyu beef. Oh, yeah, the obori yes, wagyu. Yes. yes. But I will That's say this: you know, I, I interviewed uh, I interviewed uh, uh, Dave yeah. for an article, and uh, so you know now I feel like. You ratted me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you liked it, so it's yeah, like... I did actually. And I would go back. I would go back in a minute for that, and uh, um, I just uh, yeah, that that was a pretty good sushi experience. And it was a great experience. We sat at the bar, watched yeah. the sushi masters yeah. do their thing, chatted and, with them, yeah, and watched yeah. them yeah. make our order, and it yeah. was just fabulous. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's one thing um, we've got a lot of in Omaha. And I was just thinking about. Uh, if you ask 10 different people what their favorite restaurant is in Omaha, we've talked about how we come about our process when we travel of finding restaurants. Yeah. I think if you were to do that to, and you ask somebody in Omaha what their fa- where to go, yeah. I think you'd come up with 10 different answers. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Oh, and there's, it just and depends the, on what you're looking for and what they like. It's oh, just, yeah. And, and I think the loyalty is strong. Oh, for sure. So, you know, if you if somebody does not agree with your opinion of, you know, while well, like this restaurant, <gasps> you know, right? They they may be ready to, oh yeah, to drop fists. Yeah, there's there. <laughs> you, you start talking pizza and and, oh. and tempers get you know really interesting. Sometimes, we may not so. have an Omaha pizza, <laughs> but we definitely have a pizza scene. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and you can get almost almost any style now. You know, whether it's Detroit or New York or you know what, what even is Chicago, it? Chicago yeah. style. I, yeah, I, I still think Orsi's probably makes the best pizza around. They're good. They've uh, been there for a hundred yep. years, yeah. so they're and doing then, something uh, right. I'm also a Zio's fan. Sure. Um, so that yeah. New York style, for so. sure. Yeah, absolutely. What's the um, our new place in in Millard that we go to? Pizza wise? No, the Indian place. Oh, Canara. Canara. Yes. Love Canara. Yes, so I was good. going to mention Canara. That's uh, yes. I, I. I hate that it didn't come to me. Uh, they don't deliver, but you can go pick up. But we, yeah, we, we have picked up. Yeah, yeah no, that's, uh, yeah, we really like Kanara. And another one of my favorites is uh, that combines Indian with uh, American, like for fusion, is uh, Japur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, long time spot. And yeah. the, have, have you guys been to the new one yet? No. I haven't. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, because they're over in uh, Dundee yes. now, yeah. right? Yeah, so. we need to make our way over there. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, very cool. Very yeah. cool. 
Awesome. Well, well, where um, maybe let's open it up to outside of mm. Omaha. So, so the the nation and the world, because you are <laughs> wow. well traveled. Yeah. Uh, are there any awesome uh, destinations that if people are you know, outside that they need to stop at? Yes, um, and it's worth the drive. Uh, Mason City, Iowa, four hours northeast of here. Just take I eighty up, thirty five up, and get off and. Uh, go to Mason City and go to the Northwestern Steakhouse. Okay. You will have one of the best steaks ever. No kidding. Ever. Um, it's uh, Greek style. Okay. Because it's, they use Greek seasoning. Yeah. And and they just they kind of put the juice over the steaks when Ooh. they cook them. And it just creates a unique flavor yeah. that I've only tasted there. Neat. And, um, and, and it's a neat little concept because it's in an old building. Uh, they open at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You need to be there early to stand in line. And people do stand in line. I mean, <laughs> they get there like three thirty, four o'clock. And, and then, you know, you socialize with people and you meet a lot of people while you're standing in line. And yeah. fortunately for us, we have, we have friends who live in that area. And they, uh, you know, they took us over there and introduced us to Northwestern. And um, it is one of the best steakhouses in the world. Wow, yeah. that is a quite yeah. the stamp of approval yeah. Oh, yeah. from the walking <laughs> tourists. Definitely, definitely. And wow. you have to have the side of spaghetti. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes with it. Yeah, yes. man, uh, that is one thing because well, that... they put the little uh, Greek oh, uh, yes. juices over the spaghetti Ooh. and toss it. Around. Oh, yeah. Wow, so it's that. It's the seasoning that really makes that. Wow. That sounds really yeah. tasty. That's worth the trip. I like that side of spaghetti, too, because the mm. number of Omaha steakhouses that kind of do that that classic roll side mm-hmm. of spaghetti things are, are shrinking in yes, number. Yes, they are. So, Sadly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That sounds yes. good, like, right now. Where, where, where else? Where else? We were just recently a little bit farther out. We were in Texas last mm. November, so uh-huh. we made a couple of stops. One of them. I would say on the San Antonio Riverwalk, okay. uh, we had dinner at Boudreaux's. Boudreaux's. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Had So you watch the mariachi bands while you're having dinner. You're watching the people go by on the Riverwalk. And uh, they make fresh guacamole at your table. Oh, nice. That's, That's a best. really nice thing. And then uh, I had the best shrimp and grits that... I don't know if I can beat it for, mm, just ever. <laughs> forever, probably. But uh, I don't know. What did you have again? Prime rib. The prime rib. <laughs> of I had the black and prime rib. It had I, so much. I, I, I took like half oh, of it back to the hotel. The portions and, were insane. Uh, wow. My plan was, and we were leaving the next day, weren't we? Yes. For um, We're about to put your prime rib yeah, in your carry-on? Uh, well, <laughs> no, well, we were leaving for New Braunfels, and I thought, I'm going to take that and I'm going to eat it in our in our hotel room that night. Yeah. And uh, we left and we're driving and we're almost to New Braunfels, which is about an hour and a half. And and I turn and I go, we left the prime rib. <gasps> Did you U-E that thing? And you know, I thought about it? it, but then I figured, <laughs> you know what? If, you know, hopefully the cleaning, the cleaning staff decides they want it. Uh-huh. And you know, I'll 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 pay it forward with that prime rib because it is it was the it was again some of the best I've ever had. That's like next level tip if you leave like a, either a rotisserie or a sous vide machine in your hotel room yes. with steaks, so it's ready when they come to there clean it. It's like there, there you go, go. Yes. potatoes will be up yep. in five. Yep. It's it's fine. The food yep. is wafting while they um, come in and yeah, you know, there's uh, we were actually talking. There's a um, 
There's a, it's called Sportsman's in okay. Niobrara, Nebraska. Oh, all right. Um, it's it's a bar restaurant and uh, they serve some of the best steaks. Yeah. Um, around great prime rib. <laughs> I'm calling you next time I need a good prime rib. Oh, yeah, you got the you list. Go. Oh yeah, I love prime rib. Uh, but it's it's kind of cool because uh, they they have people who live 90 minutes away who will drive up every Friday or Saturday night for the steak, wow. and then they go home. So wow. you know, a three hour trip just for a steak dinner Man. that says something. So you know? so and then, so obviously in that four hour drive to Northwestern, they're yes. also worth it. Yes, so yes it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only spot I've eaten at in Valentine, I believe, is I think it's called the Pepper Mill uh, oh, yeah, Steakhouse yeah. Yeah. up there, and I remember yeah. that being a very yep. good meal. That's been a yep. long that's, time. So. That's one of the best in the state. That's so. awesome. Oh, yeah. one other one that I really want to go back to soon is uh, in St. Joe. Oh, J.C. Whitehouse. J.C. Whitehouse in St. Joe, Missouri. Okay. That's not too far away either. No, oh. not at all. It's about and two and a half hours. Yes, and it is like uh, J.C. Whitehouse. It's these two New York chefs. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to have their own business. But in New York, you know, they would pay $10,000 a month just for a spot that's probably the size of a bedroom. Right. So, place to park know, a hot dog cart. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. good luck having a good, you know. So what they decided to do is they had friends in the Kansas City area. So they came westward. And, uh, you know, so they worked in the Kansas City area for a while, and they saved their money, and then they bought this Victorian house in St. Joe. They opened the restaurant. Well, one of them is the front uh, front uh, front of the room guy. Yeah. And the other one is the chef. Yeah. And you, they only seat about thirty people. Oh, small because spot. it's a okay. it's because you the tables are set up in the room, so kitchen, dining room, the the front room. Oh, and wow, that. cool! So, so it's yeah. in the oh, it's oh yeah, in the house room. Yes. Yes. That's yes. cool. Uh, they live upstairs. They work downstairs. Wow! And uh, you you have an option of two choices. Okay, so you, need you to can, make reservations. Yeah, you have to make reservations. Uh, and you get you choose from two options, but you're going to have your uh, your appetizer or salad, your entree, and then your dessert. And the dessert is really a trio seriously of desserts. yeah. Ooh, hello, it's awesome. I'm not a chocolate person, uh-huh. but man, if it's all chocolate in front of me there, I'm eating it. <laughs> Regardless, you know? and, I, and I'll try to sneak hers too. So <laughs> they are. It's just. It's just the 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 ambiance is amazing. The food is spectacular. Yeah. The 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 owners are just so special. They're just the sweetest people. That's we too have fun. gone once there just to oh, go yeah. there and then yeah. back home. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. So just just what you said two and a half or was yeah. it two and a half hours or yeah. so? Yeah, about so, two, two and a half hours. So five hour round yeah. trip and then yeah. Yeah. just yeah, I don't a wonderful know. Was that for was, my birthday? No, was that was just that? to go. Just, just to go, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think I got back from Seattle. I spent like a week or two weeks visiting one of our daughters in Seattle at the time and came home and she picked me up at the airport and I'm like, Let's go to let's go to St. John. <laughs> so we went down to J C White House and I don't think we had reservations that day either. Oh, oh and, getting uh, risky but, there. Yeah, we did. We, <laughs> like we, it. we pushed it but spontaneous but, state. You know, but you know, they once they get to know you, uh-huh. they love you or 
maybe not. Maybe love it's just you. Not I bad. don't know, you know, but <laughs> but they were just I mean, you know, they made sure that we were taken care of and all that and yeah. uh it's just uh yeah, JC Whitehouse is a must. It, it, and it's such a I mean, it's a close drive. Yeah. Now, is that is that the farthest you have driven on a whim just for a meal? Probably. Hmm. Or just, that I can think of. <laughs> that's awesome. I I'm would go to, to Medi's if it <laughs> No, that's not true. We went down to Kansas City. Um, and I'm trying to think what we went for, but we did go down to Kansas City for for lunch. It wasn't Minsky's. No, it wasn't Minsky's. Although I do like Minsky's pizza in Kansas City. What what kind of? St- I haven't had Minsky's. What? Oh, what it's kind, kind of, st- of like a the original Godfather's, early Godfather's. Okay. okay. You know, with the cheese on top. Yeah. And uh, it, it and the crust is like the old Godfather's. A little crust. more bready. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, and it's it's just really good. The ravioli is really 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 good. Um, but I'm trying to. Th- I just can't remember where we went. But we did go down to Kansas City to to grab lunch because um, then we went ahead and saw a movie while we were down there. Oh, that's so, right. Nice. Yeah, I can't yeah. recall where we went either. But I just can't remember. It, the place might not even be around anymore. So yeah, I think the I think so. My my co-host Sam and I. I think the farthest we ever drove specifically for lunch. I think we went to Des Moines for Zombie Burgers. Oh, okay. wow! Like you know, and that is worth going for. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. a, the, the walking ched and all the other <laughs> other things that they have yes, there. Yes, that zombie burger is, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's another great place. That's a fun spot. And yeah. I, I think, yeah. uh, uh, like, Honest Abe's and Lincoln oh, yeah. kind of, uh, they, they're kind of close to that kind of yes. vibe a little yeah. bit, yeah. you know. Just not quite dead enough. Yes, true. <laughs> not, that's true. They are, that's, yes, oh, much much more much more freedom at Honest yes, Days, much more exactly, dead at Zombie. Exactly, yeah, Both have their own yeah. flavor profiles, yep, for sure. Yep, yep. No, no question. So we're, one now place you just that, need to have a dead president burger over <laughs> oh, oh, they should do a collab and do like a pop-up at Dandelion here. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. I, uh, the one place that we have not eaten yet that I am dying to get into is Muchachos. Oh, yes. Um, every time we go in there, it's just so crowded. But we did. Well, we had a, we had a, we went on a caffeine crawl with a friend oh, yeah. over the weekend in uh-huh. Lincoln. And one of the stops was Meta Lab at Muchachos. Sure. And as part of the, the visit, they uh, they did feed us a brisket taco. Oh. And that a was a breakfast it, brisket yes, taco. And it was nice. great. It was great. But, it's that's not the pipeline burrito that no. that I you know know realistically for one for my health is not good for me <laughs> two for my my eyes are going to be bigger than my 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 tummy uh-huh. will be uh-huh. um, but I figure it's good left over. Yes, so. I uh, in fact I did make a trip down there specifically for the the hatch mac the oh, you know, yeah. the brisket and and mac and cheese burritos. I, so good. I I love New Mexican food. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of New Mexico. So with Nick opening that place, it's like, um, you know, it's just you know it's 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 New Mexican food meets barbecue. Yeah. You know so. Well, so of all these places that that you travel far and wide and within Omaha and those kind of things, because you only got so much room in in a book mm-hmm. when you write your book. Uh, do, do you guys have a thought process, or how do how does it, how do you decide what goes in there? Well, you know, it's it's for each of the books, it's it's a it's a similar process. Uh, we create a spreadsheet, okay, and. Uh, 
We start with our we, musts. Yeah, we start with our oh, musts. Oh, I like it. So you, you both know? have your list of like, yes, I really yes. want this. Okay. And I made the mistake on 100 Things Omaha of not including Petros at the time. Oh, man. Uh, rest in Lisa's, peace. Well, oh, hold on, though. Lisa's, Lisa's uncle made sure I was aware of that. Uh, oh, and oh. So I told him <laughs> when we did Unique Eats, which was our second book, Yeah, uh, it was number two. Behind Gerda's. Nice. Because Gerda's was a must for me. Oh, yeah. But now it's also going to be in a future book. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they are both going to be in a future book. Wait, what's the thing? Do you have uh, a title yet? Yes, we do, actually. And we're almost done with it. it. I just have to write some intros. It's not food Um, focused, but it does have a food section. All right. Uh, right. Lost Treasures of Omaha. It's a look back at some of the gems. Uh, that we used to enjoy in the city and mm. no longer do. Like, of course, people are like, well, you got to have Peony Park in there. And I'm like, really? Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm sarcastic. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so, you know, Peony Park, Exarbon, you know, sure. uh, those biggies. And then places that people probably don't remember. And there are some, like, from the late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, but uh, Petro's is making the list. Um, Gerda's made the list. Um, Bohemian Cafe. Bohemian mm. Cafe mm-hmm. made the list. You know, so Pickles. there are a lot of lot of a uh, lot of some lot of great restaurants that I wish were still around. You For know, sure. but you know, unfortunately, um, you know, there comes a time when maybe family does. You know, they don't want to run it. Um, you know, and mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. They just don't have the energy or the drive to do it anymore, and the kids don't want to do it. And, you know, if there's one thing I learned when we did the Unique Eats and Eateries um, was that, you know, you either love the restaurant business or you hate it. You, yeah. um, but you can't be in the business and expect to run it like uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 job. Yeah, you're all in. Yeah, because, you know, you can uh, – and, you know, short story with timeout chicken – Oh, yeah. Um, I've been after Steve to, uh, you know, be in the book. Yeah. And I I went there twice and left messages for him. I went on their Facebook account. I called them, everything. So I thought, I'm going to take one more shot. So I went up there on a Monday, and I forgot that they were closed on Mondays. Knock on the door, and this woman opens it, and um, she's like, are you here to see uh, Steve? And I go, Yeah. So she's like, well, um, he's in there. So she's like, I'll let him know. So, well, he was expecting uh, somebody else. <laughs> Food so delivery expect- or yeah, something. You know, or- and, and so <laughs> when I introduced myself and he's like, oh, yeah, I got your messages. And I go, well, you know, I'd really like you to be in the book. And he was like, well, I'm not really interested. And I go, I wish you would reconsider because I really think you should be in the book. And he was like, well, how much is it going to cost me? And that's a nothing. I said, you're doing me the favor by, you know, agreeing to story. an interview. And yeah. yeah, you tell your story and and we get to share it in, in the book. And well, apparently he had um, agreed to be on a, uh, like a top 10 of Omaha oh, okay. for some, you know, fly by night company. And, yeah. and uh, it was supposed to be free and all that. And then he got a bill for like $3,500. Oh, he got burned you know? before oh, he yeah. was. Uh, so he, oh. Yeah. You know, so I understood that. And, but I told yeah. him, I said, Rest assured, you know, this is not one of those. This is a book. You know, my publisher has done other books. And um, I said, we did the 100 Things to Do in Omaha book. And, I, I, you know, I, I swore on my mom's, you know, 
uh, swore on grandma's grits there. Yeah, you know, beans. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, so he agreed. So we met, and I was so I was so um, fortunate and so happy to have gotten to know him, and uh, um, and and for him to be willing to be in the book. And and the neat thing about how we operate is, um, I do the writing. And uh, Lisa does the marketing and the social media. Awesome. And that's why we're co-authors. Cool. Because, because I always tell people um, I could write a book, but I just don't have the energy or the interest in getting out there and promoting it. I see. So yeah. it would basically be, you know, this is sitting on my bookshelf, you know. <laughs> and, written, but nobody sees yeah, it. Nobody's yeah, nobody's seen it. You know, Dave Zorko did not see it, Aww. you know. and. Uh, you know, but Lisa so, made sure that happened. I, exactly. I, 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 she's <laughs> great about that. Um, and then, you know, what what she says, um, her philosophy is the book is done. Now the hard work begins. You know, without her, it's just a book. Sure. But, you know, she gets out there and she uh, she promotes it and she's, you know, making those phone calls and the things I don't want to do. And we'll be out in the public and. She'll have her book with us, and she'll go into a shop and go talk to somebody. And I'm like, uh, why? She's like, just just let me do my job. Like, okay. I'll be, like, three blocks away. So. Everybody has their own strengths. Exactly. And it sounds like together you make quite the formidable team as the walking wow. tourist Thanks. plural. Thank you. So what is the best place to, to find out what's going on, to keep an eye out for your new book, to get the existing books, of which I have one sitting right here? A good question. So our website, thewalkingtourist.com. And you can find the books if you're looking to purchase one at um, thewalkingtourist.com backslash books. Uh, we have some of our travels. If you want to uh, learn more about what we, where we've been in the past, on on that platform, or you can find us on Facebook at a hundred things Omaha, or um, Instagram. In, we're also on Instagram. And, and we're walking tourists. On walking Twitter. tourists, not the walking tourists on yeah. Twitter. Uh, I actually think my my wife had picked up the the book for me first, and I'm not sure if I had Unique Eats first or the uh, Hundred Things in Omaha. But nice. uh, um, I, I have read both of them before. I've gotten the chance to meet you in person here, and they're both very fun reads. And uh, looking Thank forward you. to reading the other book that you have, Thanks. and then the new one too. Yes. Um, just just enjoyable. You're you're documenting that history, and at the same time, uh, maybe. Uh, showing people some new places that they yeah. they haven't been, so you're you're putting in the work, doing the walking, as it were, yes. um, and yes. you can let your so they can do the touring, so and they can now do the touring, doing the talking. <laughs> Lisa and Tim Trudell, thank you so much. The walking tourist, authors, adventurers, foodies, and uh, and travelers, thank you so much for joining Fatterday for this food recognized food episode, and thank you for being with me here. Well, thank, thank you, you for so having much. us. It's we appreciate blast. it, and uh, we do thank everybody for their support. Sounds great. All right. Well, sounds good, and. As we say on the show, until we eat again, stay hungry. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. Find more content at FatterdayOmaha.com. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. <laughs>